This is Fiberside Chat, a 3GIS podcast, bringing you the latest practices in the world of fiber networks and plus architecture. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fiberside Chat with 3GIS. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the show. Today, we have two fantastic guests that I'll introduce to you here in just a moment. But today, we're going to be talking about CX Delight in 2021 and beyond. And we have two fantastic guests, like I mentioned earlier. First, we have Klaes Lund. She is the Director of Product Services for 3GIS. Klaes, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we also have Jay Anderson, the CTO at Fiberlight. Jay, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to dive into our, our, our topic today. And so let's start off here. What does customer support experience and success mean at your particular business? Jay, let me let me kick this to you first. Uh, what, what does customer support and experience and success mean for you at Fiberlight? Yeah, in our business, you know, we most of our customers are are larger enterprise customers as well as other content providers and um, other large carriers themselves. And so, having rapid access in our environment, especially when it comes to the infrastructure of, you know, internet uh, access as well as just transport for um, data services, are hugely instrumental in the businesses that, that that are buying our services. And so having rapid access to that information to be able to resolve the situations or solution or the outage or whatever's going on in the network is absolutely critical for the business and really our industry and how the world is evolving to using our services. So having um, quick access to that means a, a happy customer that says, hey, I, I, I can get this resolved quickly. I know what's going on. We, we give the, um, the ownership from our perspective that we know what's going on in our network. We know how to get it resolved. We can tell them quickly where the problem is, whatever it may be. And it also resolves into a happy customer from a pre-sales perspective that we have high knowledge of our, our network, what it does, where we have capacity, maybe where we don't have capacity. And it allows for our customers and our um, sales teams to also have rapid access to that information to, to, to give quick information back to our clients and customers. As Jay mentioned, a customer experience is everything for, for a company. And, uh, and it includes a lot of moving pieces, but it really boils down to, to the perception that, you know, the customers uh, builds of our brand. And uh, so, so for us, a customer experience and customer success is of utmost importance. And for, for you know, for clients like Fiberlight, we want to, to feel that they they know that we are here to support them and to proactively guide them on how to better reach the expected outcomes. They, they definitely, as Jay mentioned, I mean, in, in the telecom industry, uh, it, it's so important to, to have the, the systems operational and to, to try to improve processes and, and show more efficiency to, to their clients. So for us, what we want is to create a partnership with our clients so they can accomplish those goals. And uh, at the end of the day, to provide them with the best customer experience in every interaction they have w w with us. Uh, so managing this perception in all its forms, I guess it's a it's a top priority for for 3GIS. And uh, it is, I guess, the responsibility of everyone in our organization to not only you know to the customer success area, but everyone, as Jay mentioned, you know, from all all touch points that the, the client has with our companies, uh, with our company, it's it's our responsibility to make sure that this experience is the best one. Absolutely. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think you, you put that really, really well. And, and I'm curious, what percentage of your overall customer base uses your inbound CX me mechanisms? 
I mean, I think, you know, especially when it comes to 3GIS, you know, um, there's constant changes in the marketplace and constant requirements on different information and things like that. So both, you know, I know both FiberLight and 3GIS, you know, we have uh, you know systems that be able to track that information to say, hey, what is the customer asking for? We, we have a way to measure that, time it, and make sure that our resources are uh, specifically into um, respond to that customer. And again, sometimes um, not just the good news, but the bad news too. And, and making sure that we're upfront, we're extremely clear with what the whatever the action is or the the issue that's being trying to be addressed. That we're responding to that. And then and then over time, you know, having you know the these summaries of how many of these types of events occurred. You know, it, it also evolves into how we. Uh, modify the network for the next time we have an event again whatever that may be whether it's a pre-sales issue where we didn't have capacity we, we or we we had the wrong information it, it it continually evolves and improves our business so that again knowing that we're in control of our assets the network um, what we're trying to perform for our customers that's what they're expecting they're not necessarily expecting uh, perfection all the time but how we respond to when we do have an issues. And again, being able to, to track those questions, those requests, and then summarize them on a periodic perspective. Um, again, whether it's with 3GIS and their ticket system to say, hey, we've had this uh, particular issue, or hey, we're getting a request for this format of information to come out much more rapidly, um, whether it's our field technicians or customers. Um, it goes a long way to say, hey, we, we are looking to improve our network. And again, you, you, you capture that by all the change requests coming in and, and uh, you know, through, through documenting that efficiently and effectively for our customers, again, internal, external, and with our vendors like a 3GIS. Basically, 100% of our, our clients, um, they use our ticketing system uh, to track all those uh, in- inquiries or, or any um, tasks that they they, they need to, to be done um, or, or even when they need to report, as Jay mentioned, you know, some, a, a bug, for example. And, and for us, it's very important to have one source of truth to basically provide that information to our clients, whether it is, you know, uh, that the, the ticket has been solved or if it is still waiting on, on some resolution from the product side. So it, for us, uh, you know, having the clients using that and having everyone Having access to that makes uh, the, the communication between us and our clients, you know, much more effective and everything is stored in one place. Uh, we also uh, have in-app help uh, in, in our application. We, we have the knowledge base. We have an LMS system to, to provide uh, information to our clients. So what we try to do is to make sure that the information they need gets to them in a timely manner. So, Jay, you know, as we have this conversation, why is customer happiness important for a a telecom company? You know, uh, give me some of the the factors and and the the reasonings behind that uh, from your perspective at Fiberlight. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, as everything we've talked about today so far, it it does lead to that customer experience. And a happy customer experience means a spending customer, which is obviously the whole point we're all in business is to, to drive revenue for, for the business and the shareholders and ownerships of our companies. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously, you know, providing a product and again, in our society, I think it's rapidly changing whether you're buying products that are being delivered to your home. Um, we see many services in the, uh, just in society in general that, you know, rapid, immediate satisfaction with, I want that. I need it now. I need to know when I'm going to get it, how I'm going to get it. 
and exactly what I'm paying for it as quick as possible. And so, you know, I think our industry is, is you know, while, while we have things that can't be delivered in two hours necessarily, some can't, some can't, but in, especially for fiber light, you know, we, we really do a lot of uh, custom build when it comes to fiber plant. So you have a long stage of permitting and engineering and con- the construction process itself, which can take, um, you know, typically anywhere from 30 to 90 days and sometimes longer for, for, for high mileage. Um, but, but the customer is expecting a quick response, number one, from a, I mentioned the pre-sales process earlier. From, from our perspective, again, that pre-sales happiness, really the first person that comes back to that customer with a quote that's valid, that makes sense, that they can believe in, and um, it meets their need, typically is who's going to win that business. So again, that happiness of how quick can I get a quote back to the customer? And again, from our perspective, using the 3GIS tool, having that information correct, accurate, and in the system allows our sales and sales engineering teams to rapidly be able to assess uh, an opportunity, turn that into a quote, get it back to the customer. And then likewise, they're expecting post-sales to be able to say, okay, we're very predictable in what we're constructing, what we can complete, and is it on time? And, and again, sometimes it's just having rapid information to the, hey, we have a permitting delay. So again, as long as typically when your customer is, knows and has, a, again, the perception, which hopefully is reality in this particular case, that we are in control of what we're doing, we're on top of things, we know what's going on, and we're meeting our commitments, that customer, even when you have issues, again, as long as you, you have that information, you're in control of what's going on or controlling the situation, um, that means more business later on. And so, again, retaining the customer, retaining the revenue you have, and then driving new revenue because of the experience that customer have. It really drives every part of our business and, and day-to-day how we grow our business uh, year over year. So it's a huge component to ensure that customer is getting what they want and, and, and uh, obviously have a high, high product uh, satisfaction when it comes to our delivery. Yeah, I, I totally agree with, with Jay. And the, the telecom industry is highly competitive. So a, a strong customer experience is critical uh, for, for any telecom company. And, and for us being providers of, of services and products to the telecom industry, this becomes you know, even more important for, for us uh, in maintaining uh, or helping telecom companies to maintain this competitive advantage. Because at, at the end of the day, the customer experience is actually a growth opportunity for telecom companies. Uh, I remember reading an, an, um, a report from Forrester that said that basically uh, telecom uh, companies uh, have the third most potential for increasing revenue when they invest in, in customer experience. So that's why we see so many companies investing more and more in customer experience, improving uh, the customer success areas, providing uh, more tools for their uh, customer success agents. Uh, it, I, I remember that they said that only the auto industry and upscale hotels have higher revenue potentials than the telecom companies. So customer happiness becomes, you know, the, the most important factor, as Jay mentioned. And, uh, and I guess for any organization, right? I mean, once you, you, if you can actually improve customer retention by 5%, you can potentially increase your profits by, you know, a- anywhere between 25 to 95%. So companies are definitely looking at customer uh, experience different now. They, they invest much more uh, in, in that area. And, uh, and nowadays, uh, companies are competing based on customer experience, not necessarily you know, on product exclusively like they used to do before. 
it's not only the, the marketing we're, we're doing uh, for our product, but how we are actually providing that experience to our clients. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, because this became so important, I think that that, that actually, you know, brings me to, to the next question. Is, so what are the main challenges to provide this support, you know, that, that your customers need? Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on our side, uh, basically, you know, uh, the, the main challenge is to, to basically providing this, this service to multiple customers uh, at the same time and when they actually have different workflows in the telecom industry and, and, and Jay can, can even uh, talk more about that. Each, each uh, company has different workflows. So for us, the, one of the main challenges is to make sure that we are providing you know, the same uh, great experience, uh, exceptional experience for our clients considering you know, they have different ways of using uh, the system. Uh, so sometimes, you know, being time-pressed to give a response to them um, and, and still meet our SLAs, uh, when sometimes we actually, don't, you know, lack that feature or, or that they may need, those are, are extremely challenging uh, because, like I said, you know, the, the telecom industry, they need to have the system operational all the time and, and you know, oftentimes they need a specific feature that they need to be running properly. So those are the challenges that we face and, and engaging uh, uh, customers when you still don't know maybe, you know, those workflows that well. That's what makes, uh, you know, sometimes the, the I guess, the, the job a, a little bit more challenging. And uh, at the end of the day, on my side, what I try to do is to empower our team to make sure that they learn more and more about those clients so they can help them achieve achieve those goals. And I'm sure that Jay also has challenges with, you know, providing this the support to, to his clients, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. And and, and again, as I mentioned earlier, we, we we've got the largest content providers you can think of that are customers of ours, and then we have the small enterprise customer. They have one location in the city as well, and so their their needs are very different. In some cases, you may have ten times the amount of bandwidth you're serving for a large content provider, but it's not much of an impact to them as it is even for a small one gig circuit providing a, a small office and a, a, and a one office, you know, uh, customer or enterprise business that we have. And so there, there are um, priorities that we have to manage to, to be able to provide those types of needs and outputs. Again, largely the same outputs, but different varying needs of customer needs from their perspective. And so one of the things that we're constantly looking at and, and still trying to address today and how do we improve that communication with our customers because some, you know, evolving the change of our customers and how we communicate, some customers are definitely asking and you know, uh, saying, hey, we'd love to have text message updates versus um, you know, the phone call directly into a knock or more of an automated um, position. And so, again, 3GIS has been a great partner in ours to be able to say, well, how, how do we gain better access to our information, specific to 3GIS and our outside plant fiber, right? right? Who are not to be able to say immediately who is impacted and what kind of services do we have on that fiber so that we can immediately start notifying them, letting them be aware of what's going on. And again, even from us, go, I go back to our sales side. It's a full cycle process. So from a sales side and pre-sales, knowing when a customer says, man, we've been having this issue or we seem to have a fiber cut that, that we didn't expect to go down, but maybe they bought services from someone else and we find out that there's a commonality uh, from a geographical perspective by looking at those. So again, the need is different. It's, it's, it is constantly and ever evolving to be able to, to say, how do we meet? Again, those such varying needs from the customer, 
But again, having partners like 3GIS as well as some of the other platforms that we have to be able to provide rapid information uh, to our customers directly or at least into our operations teams to be able to analyze that data and have a quick response to know exactly where we're going to be uh, delivering or repairing services. It's, it's again, full cycle, but it is, it's a constant battle that we have to assess the, the changing marketplace, really understand what their needs are, how they want to be communicated to effectively, but obviously for us to, to also reduce our time uh, to market, both in the sales or deployment pr- process, as well as the post-sales restoration of our network. All of those things lead to ever-evolving and changing ways to get at that information to be able to, to make those things much faster, more efficient and accurate uh, for our customers. Hmm. You know, and as we talk about challenges, I, I wonder, you know, what level and amount of visibility do the measurement of these challenges receive in, in the organization, right? And so uh, I, I suppose that, that that might be a challenging question is, just, you know, how do you measure and, and, you know, what level and amount of visibility um, does the measurement of those challenges really receive? So, Jay, let me, let me toss that over to you. Continue on with what I said before, our measurement really is, is really time to market. And, mm-hmm. and again, from an operations perspective, which is where my role more, more aligns, we have a mean time to repair. And so um, if you look at our Texas footprint, which is vast, you know, across all of our footprint, we, we have over 15,000 uh, route miles. We have over 1,650 cell towers, 120 different large data centers that we serve and provide. Uh, and the list goes on and on for the number of buildings and things that we, we provide, plus four different products that we sell. Each one of those has a unique challenge when it comes to who do we need to call to make a restoration. Perhaps in, in a lot of cases, if you look at the fiber footprint we have in Texas, for example, we are talking hours and hours to get to a location to, to, to confirm or find out exactly where, that's, where that outage is. So again, taking that, the, the challenge for us is being able to take the data we have at hand, largely with the 3GIS representing our outside plan and say, well, where, where could that possibly have, have been hit by, you know, some type of construction typically is what take it, takes it down. Uh, when, you, when you hit early September in Texas, we have dove season. Uh, we have people shooting birds off of, <laughs> of our cables that are aerial. So sometimes <laughs> those are extremely hard to find. And so, um, you know, having rapid access to that information and to be able to, to tell the technician, you need to go to this town and within three miles of this intersection is where, where the issue is going to be. So, so, again, I think those are some of the challenging uh, uh, issues that we have. Again, I, I also really uh, focus on our internal customers. So within FiberLight, for example, are not making sure they have the right tools, the right information to learn from the last event and be able to respond to those issues in a rapid uh, uh, fashion, but to also to give information and constructive information to our field, for the, the, the boots on the ground, to go out and resolve that problem as fast as possible. Because at the same time, our knock is dealing with, again, our, our internal customers being field ops, our engineering teams, but they've got the, other, the, the phone call on the other side with our customers calling in with complaints. And so, again, a, a lot of that, just to tie that into kind of what, what Leach does with with 3GIS and what they do to help us, you know, in a lot of cases using their platform to say, hey, we really need this format of the report to look like this, which allows us to to quickly scan it and say, hey, here's that customer that's causing the complaint. Here's the commonality of somebody else. Um, Been a great partner to be able to find and tweak the tools to improve how we 
how we do that business. And, and again, to your point, ultimately measure that over time to, to say, well, how fast are we actually repairing and responding to our customers? And probably the other measurement too, that, that it's been a big focus of ours is the data integrity within the toolkit. Um, so how often, you know, do, does our sales team um, look at the data that come up with an analysis and it's right or wrong, right? So if it's wrong, obviously that is a detriment to the, to our, our performance with our customers. Cause now we, we said we could do something and we couldn't, I will say, I think largely we've co- corrected the data over the years, last few years here. And we've got a great high, high touch point where you can largely trust the data that we have in the system. And again, what you say you're going to do for the customer, you're actually able to fulfill it and not have to go back and say that you can't. And uh, in our case, uh, you know, the, the, the visibility of, uh, of, uh, this, this challenges is, is very important, you know, throughout the company, because obviously uh, when, when we have any, any issues uh, that a client presented, we, we sometimes need to, to move that into, you know, uh, to other areas to make sure that, you know, maybe it is a, a product issue, maybe it is uh, something else. So it's very important that everybody understands uh, those challenges. And uh, what we do is that we, we have monthly metrics uh, where we measure our results, whether it is uh, response and resolution times, uh, as Jay mentioned, responsiveness for the telecom industry is extremely important. It is important for any client, but in the telecom industry, it's extremely important. So for us, what, what we do, we, we monitor uh, those response resolution times, our customer satisfaction, and we, we make sure that all those uh, metrics and KPIs, that they are available to, to leadership in our company and especially to our team. It's very important for the customer success areas to, to, to understand, you know, their accountability and what is that that we're measuring in order to improve our services. And uh, as, as they say, if you can't measure, you can't improve it, right? So it's, it's extremely important that you not only measure that, but also that you make it visible to everyone in the company. Customer, customer experience is something that is not only uh, linked to the customer success area, customer support areas. It's actually part of the whole company. So everyone should understand which challenges we have and how we can uh, solve them and how can we can improve you know, the services to our clients for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that was uh, I think that was really really well put. And, and I wonder which which of the three things that we've discussed ha- have we found uh, the most critical for your customer base as you interact with customers and as you learn their priorities and what matters most to them. Which which has stood out and maybe as being the most critical, Jay? Yeah, I mean, I, for us post sales, uh, once we've had a service deployed, their happiness when it comes to being able to restore that service and keep it up as close to 100% of the time as possible is, is the most critical. And again, so, so how we reply, how we um, respond to when things go wrong is what's going to keep that customer long-term. We've got a great sales team. We, we can sell things, but if we can't perform once we have it up and we don't have the information at our fingertips to be able to restore or let the customer know exactly where we're at, that, that's what's going to retain a customer, keep our churns extremely low, which it is. Uh, we kind of pride ourselves in that. Uh, it's very unique, I think, for, for most of our competition. And being able to commit to what we say from a sales perspective is 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 what's going to keep that customer. And again, when they need to go buy that next widget, whatever it is, they're going to come to us first because they we've we've been a proven performance from from again. We did what we we said we were going to do. We delivered it. We kept it up. When we do have problems, which they will occur, and they don't expect it to be. 
uh, not, you know, no issues. Um, we respond to it correctly. We resolve it. And we keep them informed with the details of exactly what's going on and why it was caused. And if there's something that, that we can do better, we, we communicate that we do better. So, again, from our perspective, having that rapid access to information, it, it bleeds into every component of our process um, and how we interact with our customer. And again, as long as that customer can call in and get that information and we respond in accordingly so their service is restored as fast as possible, that really stands for that creates a happy customer that's not going to go away and continue to do business and partner with us. And again, I'll, I'll pass it back to Cleese, but you know, 3JS has been one of those partners with us that we, when, when we've had issues, whether it's, hey, we, we, we can't seem to get to the data the way we need to it. They've been a great partner. So, well, what if we did this? What if we created a report or tweaked this report? Or, hey, it doesn't look like you're leveraging this part of our toolkit. Maybe if we turn this on and and configure it a different way and do a little training with your team, then, hey, you're going to be able to perform better, which results in our customers um, getting more information and having a better uh, customer experience. Yeah, I, I totally agree with, with Jay. Uh, responsiveness and providing real-time updates, I think, is the most important thing and the most critical one for our customer base. Uh, whether it is, you know, um, informing them of a status of a bug fix or service outage or just, you know, regular uh, ticket status. So this responsiveness and, and, and this real-time update is uh, what our clients definitely, you know, expect from us. Understanding their workflows, uh, like I said before, is also something critical for them because each each of them have a, a different one. Personalize the demonstration or training um, when we 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 show that you know through understanding of the, of their needs uh, and and being able to actually uh, explain how our solution will meet those needs. I think th- those are the the most critical things for for our clients definitely. So uh, one of the things that, that I think has become a, a common topic uh, of conversation recently has been, what does the future look like? And, and as we cast our eye forward, maybe let's prognosticate a little bit about the future of customer support. Um, and what are five ways that customer service and experience will change by 2025? That, that's something I'm really curious about and would love to hear your answers on, um, because I think that the everyone is kind of looking ahead and saying, all right, what, what changes in the future and that sort of thing. So, you know, Jay, uh, what are five ways that customer service and experience will change by 2025? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, I sure wish I had a crystal ball for sure, because I'll say that <laughs> even in the last two years, we've probably had well more than five ways uh, that we've, we've changed the industry and even what we do. But it, it really is a reiteration of everything that we've talked about today. Uh, customers are ex- expecting much faster response times when it comes to the quoting. Uh, they're looking for much more higher performance um, from an outage perspective. They're looking for much faster mean time to repair for a network. They're looking at more cost-effective solutions. And again, I think, you know, looking at all those combined, they're looking for the, the player who can partner with them to build those solutions the way they want them. And again, each customer is going to be somewhat unique. Uh, they've got their own priorities. Sometimes it's cost. In a lot of cases it is. But there are many, many customers. I think a lot of changes in the industry is, is moving more towards I will pay more for the person who can get it done faster, but they still do expect the quality. So, again, uh, all the things that we've wrapped up today can, can, can yield those results that I just listed. I, I think those are the things that are going to be changing over, over time. And, again, it's a societal change. You know, Whether it comes to some of the online shopping, 
the instant gratification, you know, because those things are also data driven, even though you you may be buying bananas on the store and need them delivered in two hours, all of that takes infrastructure from a network perspective. They take companies like FiberLake, toolkits like the 3GIS toolkit to actually support those systems and operations. So obviously, as those types of products grow in the marketplace, whether it's, again, buying, you know, groceries online where it's needing to be delivered in a short order, they can't lose their bandwidth. Their their circuits can't go down because now you don't get your order in time and it stops the whole the whole process. Likewise, you have your content providers, where, whether it's video and how people are consuming that kind of data. All of those things are, are driving back into the telecom industry and in how we do business as well. You know, where it used, everyone used to be okay with a long process order, even from pre-sales to delivery. Those, those timelines are getting crunched, 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 crunched. And, and our customers are expecting much shorter delivery timelines, better ways of communicating with, with us, uh, again, let outage. And, and so all of those things, again, are going to result in change and force, force our industry to continue to evolve and change, again, how we communicate and how we actually do delivery as well as the operations and maintenance of our networks in that communication. It's hard to obviously, you know, anticipate what, what will happen. And, and yes, Jay, I would love to have a crystal ball for lottery purposes, actually. <laughs> but, uh, I think, but I think um, customer experience has definitely changed. If, if you think about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, people would still buy products based on, on price or just the brand. And, and now uh, I think what is going to happen in the future, and it is already happening, is that customers have much more power now. Because they have, you know, many more choices to choose from and uh, many more options in front of them. And, and instant, you know, uh, gratification, as, as Jay said, is, is, you know, everywhere. Everybody wants everything super fast and uh, to be delivered the way they want. Um, so I think what it will uh, change even more is that those experiences will become more and more personalized. You know, as a company, we will need to anticipate more and more, you know, customer needs and desires uh, so we can become more proactive. I think what what it will change uh, in the industry is that all companies will become more and more proactive, or they will perish. Uh, so mm-hmm. they they basically uh, have to make those those uh, experiences uh, exceptional ones and uh, and personalized ones. I think also that customer areas in in companies will become the center of of most companies. Before customer support areas, uh, sometimes we're not. No, there, there was not much focus on those areas. Like I said, there was a lot of investment uh, in those areas, and the, it will become definitely the, the, the main point of, of each company to, to make sure that those areas are successful. Reducing customer effort, I think it is also something that will happen probably uh, in the future. Customers don't want, one thing that I hear from our, my clients is that they don't want to repeat themselves. They don't want to talk to one person and then be transferred to another one and then have to repeat themselves again. I, for one, you know, I, I hate when I call any call center and I have to talk to 10 people and repeat the same problem over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I, I think in the future, you know, the customers will, uh, with their power, they will make companies actually work on that to reduce their customer effort, make, make their access to the information or to the support teams simple and easy. And like I said, you know, being more proactive by listening them, listen, listen to your client and, and understand what motivates them what delights them, and also what annoys them. And, and once you understand that, that's when you make them feel important. And then 
uh, then you won't lose your client. Uh, and um, and I guess uh, being consistent, you know, will be the most important thing, definitely. Yeah, and you, you kind of nailed it. I think the, the impact to our businesses, and it, it, this goes for any industry, any business, but obviously specific to us, both, both 3GS and Fiberlight, you know, the impact to our business, if we fail to do the, these things, we fail to adapt to the, the marketplace, we will fail as a company. We, we will lose that revenue. We'll lose the customers. And again, the, the competition is, is high enough that these customers will quickly move to someone else. They'll make a change and, and we won't go. Um, you know, I, I firmly believe, and I know that both 3GIS and Fiberlight have, have a history of already trying to look at the customers, understanding those needs, exactly what Cleese just said, uh, which is being able to adapt and, and support our customers in their ever-evolving change. You know, the impact for us, if we do these things, we, we manage to it. We, we, we're on constant vigil of what, what things we're not even aware of today. Only your revenue will go up. We'll continue to meet the marketplace and continue to be in business and, and provide a product that, that uh, uh, can't be surpassed with, with some of the competition. So um, it's, it's a great place to be. And again, I think this is one of the sectors and, and, and industries in our, in our society that is, is going to be uh, uh, an exponential curve when it comes to demand. I mean, you, you can look at the trends of whether it started with internet use in the early 90s, cell phone use, and, and just mobile data now where everyone's going, that data uh, is ever growing. And um, it's, it's a great place to be in business, uh, to be honest. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the challenges and looking to see where we do go in the next next five years to see where, where this industry takes us. It's, it's a, an exciting place to be. Well, another uh, absolutely fantastic episode of Fiberside Chat in the books. Uh, thank you both uh, to, to my fantastic guests, both to, uh, to Clay Lund and, uh, and Jay Anderson for joining us here for this episode of the show. Um, thank you once again, you guys, for, uh, for joining me here on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It was great to be with you. Thank you. And thank you everyone out there listening along to this episode of the show. Of course, if this is the first episode you've checked out, make sure to go back and check out previous episodes of the podcast. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or visit 3GIS's website as well for more information on them and uh, and, and what they do and also more podcasts, more, uh, more in-depth analysis um, on, on everything that 3GIS does. And so thank you once again to everyone for listening to this episode. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the podcast, but until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern, for my guests. Uh, We thank you so much again for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.